I am already thinking about the group stages as well as the friendlies we have to play against England and perhaps Argentina if I'm not wrong. It's just a mandatory step. On the friendlies. He's thinking about friendlies. friendlies. He's thinking about pre-World Cup friendlies. <laughs> He's got swag. You got to give him that, but uh didn't work out. Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and Howard Magazine's WhatAHoward.com, and I am here with my two lovely, wonderful, amazing co-hosts. I thought it'd be nice for a change. Mr. Ryan Bailey, oh, Mr. Hey. Theo Messi. Ryan, let's start with you. How are you? What are you wearing? What is happening in your life? Um, I'm very, very good, Brooks. Once again, thank you so much for asking. I do love how you're so concerned for my welfare every week. I, I get the impression that... You would give me the shirt off your back. No, I wouldn't you do that. Would you do that? Would <laughs> you give me the shirt off your back? No, I really don't care that much. Can I have the shirt off your back? No. Not even as a figure of speech. Yeah, not even as a figure no. of speech. Yeah, not at all. Very well. Sorry. Damn. Fine. Well, well, I'm not wearing a shirt at the moment, as you can see, because I don't have hey. one. Brooks won't give me one. Yep. But later on, I'm going to be wearing a suit and a gold tie because Ooh. I am turning into an alter ego I am filming something, a parody of a certain sports news network, and a day of the year where they go a bit crazy when lots of players are bought and sold. So wait and see on that one. Ooh, where can we find that, Ryan? Hmm, wouldn't you like to know? Follow me on my Twitter address, which I won't give out at the end of the show. Wow, this is all very secretive. (laughs) He called it a Twitter address. Uh I am on pins and needles, (laughs) all very secretive. Harry Redknapp Uh, taught him how to use Twitter. Speaking of secretive, Mr. Theo Messi, how are you and what are you wearing? What's up, you mark-ass busters? I'm uh <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm 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 a bit sick at the moment though, so I'm not I'm not 100% fit. Yeah, join the club. I think we're all sick over here, both literally and figuratively. Ask mm. Ask Brooks for a shirt. Sick. Um I'm wearing an Italy shirt in in solidarity with my uh my Italian brothers after they took the hard nose dive yesterday. Oh dear. Yeah, not, not, that's not good. No, it wasn't good. The shirt smells like uh, sadness and, and dry poops. And uh, <laughs> dry, dry poops. Why dry that, poops? That's what people. Who, that's what people who are sad do. My my dad's a doctor. <laughs> okay, so it probably has the same aroma as your dirty tackle T-shirt, which you wear almost exclusively. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not usually that sad as sad as my Italians. But when I grabbed <laughs> okay. the backs of their necks, I could just I could feel the pulsating sadness, and I felt it too. So oh. forza azuri forever. Well, this is a very depressing start, so I'm going to lift things up uh, and, and make you know Ryan in particular don't, feel better. Don't lift your shirt. I am I am wearing uh, the New Germany shirt because Ryan spoke so much about how he didn't have one last week, so I thought <sighs> I'd put on the one that I do have, and it, it's very nice. It's comfortable and it's black and white, lovely, very fashionable, and Ryan is incredibly, incredibly jealous. <laughs> That silence is Ryan's seething rage. Mm. He doesn't look that You will hear the sound of me stewing. Yes. Very shortly. Oh, okay. Well, while Ryan stews, let's give a quick plug to our DT Fantasy League. Go on the Taga app, download it, get ready for the uh, restart of the Premier League after the, after the international break. And I Woo! saw that, you know, uh, Theo Messi's Lacazette strategy – 
He won't be getting any points for Lacazette's brace in the friendly against Germany. It's bullshit. But uh, clearly Lacazette is in top form, so maybe he'll be a good play once the Premier League restarts. Yeah, that's how he got into my team. He's in good form. So will you add anybody to uh, to that squad, or will it just be pure Lacazette? Uh, TBD. It's like, why would I give away my my secrets at okay. this point? Yeah, keeping sure. it close to the vest. I understand. Uh, Ryan, any any uh, picks for the fantasy league when we get things uh, going? Again? Yeah, just if they play for Man City, they're going in my shitty team. <laughs> well, that's my rhyme. All Man City all the time. Yeah. No pep, no party. <laughs> I'm like the pep of Toga fantasy. My tactics are just at such a high level that you guys can't uh, can't comprehend them at this point. Toga fantasy is uh, that where you wear a uh, ancient Roman garment as you pick your team? That's what I thought I was signing up for, but yeah. unfortunately, it's just uh, an iPhone app. So yeah, so no. that's a shame. Or fortunately, depending on you know everything. Uh, Brooks, are you taking the mantle of pronunciation police for this episode from me? I am. I thought I'd beat you to the punch on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Although I'm sure you'll be correcting my pronunciations very shortly. So. Prepare for it's that. pronunciations, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. Let's get into our dirty tackles of the week. Ryan, start us off. Who is your dirty tackle of the week? Uh, I am dirty tackling international football. Really? Okay, that's a uh, original one. Yeah, I think you know my opinion on international games. If you've uh, heard this podcast before, or if you've read any of my ramblings on the interwebs, uh, this international break has been one of the worst ever. Not just because I happen to be from England and we have suffered through two nil-nil draws with Brazil and Germany, completely pointless games. Just you didn't lose though. To make money. That's a plus. You didn't lose to either one of those teams. Uh, everybody lost. Everybody lost. <laughs> I got fooled again. Again, I thought, oh, I'll tune in for an. English England game I'll see how it goes again I kept watching the second half thinking maybe there'll be a goal again I got fooled and it wasn't just England and pointless friendlies the actual World Cup qualifiers uh, we had Honduras Australia New Zealand Peru Denmark Ireland Switzerland Northern Ireland that one was awful I had to work that one it was on a horrible plowed field in Basel we had Greece Croatia and uh, Italy sorry Theo Sweden all nil nil draws no goals yeah that's pretty bad why Why don't we just stop? I, I propose that we stop international football. We ban it. Either we do like a league versus league thing, so like the best of the Premier League plays, the best of like La Liga or whatever, or we just focus on teams. Players just focus on the organisations who pay their wages. We just focus on the teams we actually like. We stop pretending that we want to be involved in that FIFA circus. We stop lining FIFA's pockets. So we don't get our players injured when they go to international duty. Sergio Aguero doesn't mysteriously Why faint like in the lot. Because it's a boring just circus with where all football. the animals are asleep. No, I think it's good. I'll, I'll oppose this because actually, although these games were nil-nil, I do think that the uh, World Cup qualifying playing games are quite possibly the most intense football matches you will ever see. And I think that's interesting view. I don't know you about 100% that. did not watch any of them. Yeah, that's, that's I watched two. <laughs> two out of two. <laughs> Man. You don't think that the passion on display there is like interesting at all. You just think it's a it's a waste of time. Yeah. It's a waste of everybody's time, yes. Yeah, I I agree with Ryan there. I'm with him. I'm disappointed I have to share this audio stage <clears throat> with you soft ass men. <laughs> You're gonna have to fight your corner a little bit better than two games I watched were quite good though. 
I'm just saying that intensity. Like these games are more intense than the championship playoffs than your average Premier League no, game. No, yeah, no, I think no, that no, is no, interesting. No, no, no that's not no, true. Yeah, at all. World Cup <laughs> games no. when there's one game to get you through to go to a World Cup, it is way more intense. Did you watch that Italy Sweden game? I did. That Ryan so is going to say it's not because he's from England, but Brooks, you should agree with me. These no, are, these are facts. No, Italy totally shat the bed. There was nothing there. I'm not saying that it was the greatest display of finishing you'll ever see. I'm saying the effort displayed by both sets of players is the highest that you will no, see. In world no, I disagree. I, I mean, it should be, but I disagree. So now, I mean, I can't. We, we've talked about ways to improve international football in the past, either making longer breaks so the teams have more time together to gel and find cohesion, but. At the end of the day, I mean, is the World Cup every four years enough, great enough to warrant three years, three and a half years of crap football? No, it is not. No, especially when the U.S. is not in it. (laughs) Because I I will not recognize the FIFA World Cup next summer. So, Who else is up? Theo, Theo, let's go to you. What's your dirty tackle of the week? Fine. I'm going to take an easy one. Dirty tackle for Bruce Arena. Now you're going to be like, why? The guy that almost that had the Bruce Arena, Arena built after yeah, him. Didn't we do that already? And all he had to do was, was get one more result. No. Did not we for already dirty tackle him for failing to lead the U.S. to the World Cup? Yes, we did. But he's still alive. He's like a cockroach <laughs> that you can't come, get rid of. He came and back. And today he spawned with his short little arms and came on the Fox Soccer pregame for USA Portugal. Bruce Arena T-Rex arms? Friendly. Yes, Bruce Arena T-Rex arms himself. Um I'm dirty tackling him. I'm not dirty tackling Fox. I understand that Fox is oh, in the they business of driving one. ratings. They absolutely deserve one. But hey, when was the last time Fox shocked you well, with their news practice? Not only has it been revealed that they bribed their way to the World Cup broadcast rights, right? But right. they also hired Bruce Arena, brought him in to be a pundit on the USA Portugal friendly, and it was an abomination. It was wrong. Yeah, and so that, that's a dirty tackle for Bruce because this is like you know the apex of of too soon. You know, he should know that his presence alone is offensive to American soccer. <laughs> he needs to know these things. Like, he, what does he have? Zero self-awareness. I mean, yeah, some of the things he yes. was even saying, not just his appearance, but some of the things he was saying were even more ridiculous. At one point, he was saying that uh, Stu Holden asked him to admit a mistake that he made in qualifying. You know, he could have gone with anything from uh, losing to Trinidad and Tobago to something more granular in, in that process. He said... No, the U.S. should not have called in five players from Europe directly after yeah, the World Cup. Yeah, he's blaming the so Europeans. The main, the main thing he does, he doubles back and he says, it's the Europeans' fault. I shouldn't yeah. have called them in. We needed more shitty MLS, USL even players to, to win this game. That's outrageous. The next thing he was talking about, which was even more outrageous, was he was asked to comment on uh, the development system in America. That was it, There's yeah. been a recent debate about how, you know, like – U.S., such a big country, uh, soccer is, is so marginalized, it's all pay-for-play, that we're probably missing so many talented players in this type of a system. He said, no, we're not missing these players. We have all of the most talented players in the U.S. soccer player pool. We're just not able to get it done. That is so insane and so blind to the issues. It's, it's, mind, crazy. it's like, mind-boggling. I can't even tell if he's just trolling with this. Like He sounds like a <laughs> WWE character or something, like coming out of the tunnel to do a tag team with, with Bob. Like it's, it's crazy. I don't know what to do. Sunil and Bruce, tag team of the century. American soccer is not real. It's just like a crazy simulation, and I, I want to get off the ride. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sick of it. Kyle Martino for USSF president. Yes. Yes. Kyle for Prez. 
Well, speaking of terrible international coaches and managers, let's circle back to Italy here because uh, their manager, who still has not stepped down after failing to lead the uh, Italian national team to the World Cup for the first time since 1958, only the second time in the team's history they've never been at, they haven't been at the World Cup, first time since 1958, Gian Piero Ventura. I want to take you back to November 6th of 2017. Before their playoff against Sweden, Ventura says, and this is a real quote, I am not thinking about whether we will play in the World Cup or not. I am already thinking about the group stages as well as the friendlies we have to play against England and perhaps Argentina if I'm not wrong. I think about <laughs> Russia, of course, but first of all, I am focused on Sweden, which is a mandatory step. It's just a mandatory step. He's focused step. on the friendlies. He's, He's thinking about friendlies. On friendlies. <laughs> He's thinking about pre-World Cup friendlies. <laughs> He's got swag. you got to give him that, but it uh, didn't work out. So they don't score against Sweden in either leg. Uh, the players are furious with him. He didn't start Lorenzo Insigne somehow. It boggles the mind. Uh, he wanted to put De Rossi on in the second half of the second leg. And Drossi's like, why are you putting me on? I, we need to win, not equalize. He's <laughs> Drossi's acting like he's got a well. ringworm like crawling out of his skin at that moment. He's pointing to Encina, like, put him in, not me. So Just beside himself. Ventura <laughs> totally craps the bed, totally makes all the wrong moves. His his squad selection was a mess his, his entire tenure. Uh, you know, not only not calling on uh, Giovenko, which was, you know, Probably the best a free kick taker in, in the world right didn't, now. Didn't call in Balotelli. So many mistakes. Uh, and they missed the World Cup for the first time since 1958. It's unbelievable. I mean, sure, you could see how they'd finish second in their group, their qualification group behind Spain. Spain's a very good team. See where they, they wouldn't uh, best them to automatic qualification. But you got to beat Sweden. I mean, come on. That's just ridiculous. So yeah. after he fails yeah. to beat Sweden, then he refuses to resign. Which is even crazier. <laughs> so Gianpiero Ventura, you get a four-footed tackle. I'm going to add more legs in my body to give you a four-footed tackle because that's ridiculous. Isn't, um, to be fair, wouldn't most managers refuse to resign when they know they get a payoff by being sacked? Well, that's a good point. I think uh, Bruce Arena pulled that one too. So I thought he was just a masochist and like wanted to get fired face-to-face. Yeah, that, that, that's a fair point. But still, sh- have some pride. Brooks, maybe he wants that four-footed tackle right in the face. So uh, yeah, enjoy that. he's going to get it. If Tarasi doesn't beat me to it first, he's going to get it. <laughs> so, I don't know. Italy missing the World Cup makes me feel a little bit better about the U.S. missing the World Cup, but also terrible because I was rooting for Italy to make the World Cup. And then on top of that, I wanted Ireland to make the World Cup. I, I don't think I have any blood in my body that is going to the World Cup. Yeah, so Theo, I was, was going to save that for uh, extra time, but we got to talk about who, what bandwagon you're going to jump on for the World Cup. I don't know. I've got Ancestry.com fired up over here. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll I'm, sort I'm that out Bobo next over time. later. We're going to pull out the atlas and spin spin the globe and see where my finger lands. Yeah, we got wow. we got to sort that it's gonna out. It's going to be on uh, whoever's got the nicest kit, I think. That's where my <laughs> money's going. That's going to be tough. That There's a lot of teams. Yeah. They all have kits. By the way, and I, I'd just like to add at the end there, if we do my dirty tackle and see it through and stop international football, all of our dirty tackles will be taken care That's of. That's a very good point. Yeah. That could save us a lot wow. of heartache. Yeah. Yep. A, yep. a lot of crap managers out of jobs and a lot of heartache yep. saved. I think that could be the answer. Our lives will all be better. It really would be. All right. Well, those are our dirty tackles of the week. Uh, all very deserving targets, I believe. 
This week's supporter shoutouts go to Dirk Strong Van Curren the second and Christopher Whoa, Farlow. What? That that's a real name. It's it, gotta be. Yeah, I know him. it is. Dirk. Both of boy. these people have qualified for a World Cup of Wonderful Supporters. No stumbles in the qualifiers for them. Bruce Arena couldn't hold them back. Neither could uh, Ventura. So they're both in. And his tiny T-Rex arms. If you would like to join our exclusive, non-existent tournament of excellence as well, go to patreon.com slash tackle and become a supporter of the show. Get yourself a t-shirt, a shout-out, and best of all, access to Extra Time, our bonus segment each week that I personally cannot believe some of you are still missing out on. It's unbelievable. It's the greatest segment ever, and you're missing it. E.T. gang or jump off a bridge. That's patreon.com slash dirty tackle and get some more DT in your life if you know what's good for you. Even if you don't. Brooks, I really think we should make clear at this point that we do accept uh, ET members who do have non-hilarious names as well. No, we don't. Only hilarious names only. (laughs) Miscommunication. Yeah. I mean, we got Theo Messi. We got Brooks Peck. We got weird names only here. Bobo Martino. You're in the minority, Ryan Bailey. You're in the minority. True. Well, thank you very much, Dirk Strong Van Curren II and Elizabethan poet Christopher Farlow. We love you both. <laughs> uh, only the best for DT uh, supporters. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones we can depend on. Friends. Alrighty, ladies and gents, it's about time for your favourite segment of the Dirty Tackle Podcast, little old segment I like to call True Yeah! True Yeah! Yes, indeed. You know the rules by now. I'm going to read out some statements. Some are true, some are false. Brooksy and Theo E have to guess which is which. You've got to sort the wheat from the chaff, boys. Are you ready? See, 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 see. What on God's green earth did you just say? Uh, I said some words in English, so might have flown over your head. Let's go. <laughs> Giorgio Chiellini. He has blamed Italy's aforementioned lack of qualification for the World Cup. He has blamed it on Pep Guardiola. True or false? What? False. The only it's, person it's to true. blame is Giampiero Ventura. Nah, it's true. Pep, <laughs> Pep ruins football. He, he does it so good that it ruins it for everybody else. You think it's the denim? Uh, the denim's certainly not hurting it. Nope. <laughs> Only when you achieve these levels of football can you wear all denim like that. So it's like the chicken or the egg or, or when in Rome or any of those really uh, <laughs> really important sayings. Well, uh, Chiellini, this one's kind of true. It's, it's technically false, but it's kind of true because huh? he, has blamed, he has blamed the state of modern football on what he calls Guardiola-ism or Guardiolanism. Uh, his quote here, <laughs> I think Guardiolanism has ruined the generation of defenders. They think so much about setting up, widening, but they know little about <laughs> marking an opponent. Uh, so he's basically criticised the Guardiola style of play for everything going wrong in his own life. He hasn't criticised his own misgivings. <laughs> he hasn't criticised wow. the fact that he was clattering into players like like a steamroller during that Sweden This game. is outrageous. It's, it's all Guardiola's fault. Basically. Well, I mean, to be fair, Chiellini contracted rabies when Luis Suarez bit him. <laughs> so he's not of his <laughs> right mind. Crazy rabies. Yeah, he's been foaming at Crabies. the mouth. It's, it's not going well for him. So you can't take his words to heart. Aww. Poor little love. He just sounds so crazy. It's like, did he set up a university to study this this topic and like write five volumes about it? it just it's, it seems like he's put a lot of effort in. 
just he, uh, he insane. studied this at Trump University, actually, but there's, they're having some trouble, so his, uh, his studies aren't complete. Guardiola, so we're gonna the have to arch wait for that. angel of modern football. Next true are your topic for you. It is related to uh, Italy. Sweden's players are being charged for destruction of property after their success at the San Siro Stadium. True or false? Oh, that, we all saw that great clip of them destroying the Eurosport desk, the pitch side desk, after their win. Yeah, I hope they weren't charged for that. That was amazing. I really hope not, but that thing looked very cheap. So if they were, it could have been a large <laughs> bill. It looked like uh, Melissa McCarthy's Sean Spicer dais from, from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. Getting thrown around. This was a plywood plywood desk. That, that was not even Ikea. Very sleek it, exterior, though. It wasn't even Ikea quality. That was that was low rent. This one, um, yeah, this one's false, but I am, of course, referring to the incident where the Sweden players came over to a Eurosport live broadcast and destroyed the desk that the pundits and presenter were standing around. And as you say, it did appear that the uh, desk was made of packing peanuts. Yeah. It, it fell apart. <laughs> it was very joyous, though. It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't in anger, obviously. My favorite part of it, if you watch the clip back, though, it's like there's Eurosport goons in like they're like bodyguards in like in like de- vests, and they run over and try and fix a desk as quickly as he possible, as quick. if to say, no, no, if if we move really quick and we do this, nobody will notice it was broken. We'll just put it back. They should have just left it. It was funny. The team yeah. came and did it. I thought, uh, but it was a uh, it was a very amusing moment, and uh, I think they all should be charged with destruction of property. Frankly, disgusting. Poor example for the kids. Very, very bad. Like, whose property was that? They're probably pissed. We all think Eurosport. it's Eurosport. But... It was Eurosports. I mean, yeah, I'm no expert, Theo, but I think the table with Eurosport written on it being broadcast by Eurosport might be owned by Eurosport. <laughs> but think about think about the man. <laughs> Just think about the man that slaved away in his in his wood cabin in, in Sweden. No. Crafted no, that beautiful No thing. one slaved away on that thing. That took five minutes to put together with an Allen wrench. That He's was... probably devastated. No. That was oh, a... fuck yeah, it. They're going to the World Cup. Woo! You, you raise a good point, Theo. Swede should have more respect for furniture than this, definitely. Yeah, they just don't think it's important enough, I feel like. Yeah. All right, next one for you. We're going to go to England for this one. We're going to go to Ebbsfleet United, which I think is technically the closest club to where I grew up in lovely Kent, the Garden of England. Ebbsfleet so United. You're a plastic Wimbledon, huh? He is. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's a bandwagon. comes out. Fairweather fan. Dirty Tackle Podcast, Ryan Billy Music. Fake. Yeah, I'm in it for the glory. Glory hunter, can, uh, yeah. Quite clearly, see, yeah, yeah. Absolute for United, anyway. They signed a defender called Yado Mumbo. They gave Mumbo the number five shirt. True or false? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mumbo number five. This is false, and it's a fucking shame because. What football club signs Mambo and doesn't give him number five? Ebbsfleet United. Isn't that a team that is owned by supporters? That's owned by, like, so yes, internet people? The so internet in, like, couldn't figure that one out? Back in, like, 2007, 2008-ish, there was a thing where everybody on the internet owned a piece of Ebbsfleet United. Yeah. And then everybody, after one or two seasons, lost interest and they got bought by... Well, they shouldn't have fucking sold it to this guy who doesn't <laughs> even know what the song Mambo number five is. That's a fucking shame. <laughs> I'm going to say true because I want to believe. I want to believe that it's it, it happened. I say true. It's not Disney World Brooks. This is life. Uh, this one, unfortunately, it's false, but oh. everybody, including the player in question, wishes it was true. Mumbo is Mumbo number 18 at the moment. He, uh... He said, uh, I told my gaffer the same thing, that I wanted a number five number, but I don't think he believed me until over this weekend it's blown up and gone viral over social media. 
Maybe now he'll take it a bit more seriously and change the numbers next season. That's my favourite part of the quote. Take things more seriously. Give me number five. This is an amazing quote. Give me my Jumanji number. You're not taking this seriously one. enough, Gaffer, frankly. You need to one, change this up. Two, a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 18. What, what manager? What Come man- on, let's run. <laughs> What manager says, okay, what number do you want? Mumbo number five. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. Here's number 18. <laughs> How does that happen? Yeah. How does Who that sings happen? Mambo number five? Maybe he's got like a rivalry with them. He hates them. Maybe, yeah. He- Lou Bega. Ah, How Lou Bega, my guy. Because I'm not 80 years yeah. old. Wow. Let's get Lou Bega to uh, buy that club. Well, that would be he'll the make fucking turn of the century. He'll make it happen. <laughs> Lou, you got coins? I mean, it's possible that does. Lou Bega did own a piece of Ed Split. There you go, yeah. Whoa. Maybe, whoa, maybe he sold it. Then bought this guy. No, no this is sense. going nowhere fast. Ryan, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's conspiracy theories are blowing my mind today. All right, I got uh, possibly the greatest trier of all time here. Uh-oh. It combines everything we love on the Dirty all Tackle right, let's podcast. Hear it, let's hear it. <clears throat> False. I clear my throat in preparation. Luke Shaw crashed his Range Rover into Victor Lindelof's Bentley. Wow. <laughs> Look at his face, he's so proud It's I gotta be true, one. he's like a proud papa No, I say false, they're both stuck in Alex Ferguson's old wine cellar at, In the basement of Old Trafford They haven't been out, they can't drive cars, false Big wine cellar, go-kart track down there This one is partially true because I've changed one of the names I just wanted Victor Lindelof in there because they're both sort of living in Mourinho's cellar Luke Shaw did crash his Range Rover at Carrington uh, But he did it into... Phil Jones's car. Phil Jones's Bentley. Wow. So uh, his 100 grand Range Rover smashed into Jones's 200 grand Bentley. That's the dopiest and parking lot accident of all time. It has been suggested by the newspaper which people on Merseyside do not like, which I unfortunately still use Ryan, as a for this Ryan, stop segment. using the sun uh, as a source. Uh, <laughs> Ban the sun. It has been suggested that Luke Shaw will be asked to pay the repair bill on Jones's car. It's not known how bad the damage was, but... It's not a good time to be Luke Shaw. What do you think, think Luke Shaw had to say that. about this? Like, like when he when he got caught in the act. I'm so sorry, Phil. I didn't mean it. I was just like reversing <laughs> my car, and all of a sudden your Bentley came out of nowhere. I haven't driven in six months. I've been in a dark cellar. I'm so sorry. I just can't wait until the next time Reno's asked Damn, why he doesn't play Luke Shaw, like and he says he can't even drive. Why should I play him? Yeah. <laughs> He can't even drive without if crashing. He, he can't even park his car without if crashing. He can't drive a one hundred thousand pound car straight. Yeah. How can I trust him to uh, endlessly hoof the ball down the channels and do some negative tactics for me? How can I trust him for that? Exactly. <laughs> How can he park the bus if he can't even park his car? Yeah, that's, that's the one I was trying to go. When for. you Thank keep you digging, you eventually hit gold. See? That's what I respect about you. It takes it time, but you'll get there eventually. That's what I think about when I pick my nose. Yeah. Maybe if I had a really nice shirt and I'd be able to come out with good uh, witty lines like that. It does help, yeah. I'm sure it does. Last true are you for you. I'm going to ask you, is this quote a real quote that David Moyes said under his uh, guise as West Ham manager in the last week? The quote is, if it works here, great. If it doesn't, then I'll see the East End of London for seven months. Then I'll go elsewhere. (laughs) Did he say that? (laughs) It's got to be true. I say I false. Could feel, I could feel Moyes in your words. No, <laughs> he's not that self-aware. It's false. 
He's not that self-aware. No. Is he like an Alexa or something? Yes. <laughs> hey, David Moyes, <laughs> order me a MacBook Pro. <laughs> That's his next job. Well, you'll be pleased to hear, not only is this true, but I yes. got this from a proper source. It's in The Guardian. He is self-aware. So David Moyes has basically... You know how when he went to Sunderland, he went, oh, we're lucky if we won't be relegated. And they were. Basically here he's like, oh, if it works, it's great. If it doesn't, then I'll just bugger off and you'll be screwed. But I'll be okay. Yeah. Oh, David Moyes. He's the master of setting expectations perfectly. Yeah. Oh, dear. So that's true, are you? Anyway, the winner, as usual, is me because I didn't keep score. All right. I got second, though. Yeah. Silver medal for Theo. I think it's time for some life ref. Let's get some life ref going, guys. Yay. It's the life ref. He refs your life up. So you better watch out. It's gonna officiate your life. Because you don't play by the rules, but you should. Theo, give us a little remix of the jingle. It's a life ref. He's a, a man or a woman. Nobody really knows, but he's an entity with cards in his or her pocket. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I say yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay, let's get some <laughs> life reffing going. Uh, first case, Arsene Wenger, you know, his days, they have to be numbered at Arsenal. You know, it's, it's oh, been a I thought long you just meant in terms of life because he's pretty old. That would have been messed well, up. Well, maybe that too. Oh, maybe that too. But the Wenger out campaign has been running for a while now. And sooner or later, it's got to take hold and actually happen. And uh, so Arson's been talking about his his life after Arsenal, and he's saying he might be interested in being an international manager, a, a national wow. team manager. He can see himself at a World Cup. Not if Ryan Bailey cancels international football. Yeah, careful, Arson. That's true. He's to move fast on that one. But yeah, so he needs a fullback plan. Hurry up, old man. Arson Wenger told BN Sports, <laughs> uh, "I will not always have the physical strength to do you know the day to day." football manager job so maybe i will move into international coaching it's a fact my life is linked with football and in what way will be linked to my physical state so i guess he sees he sees international management as this like deathbed pursuit he just said that he can't stand up walk around sit down for a while every day he can only do it like once or twice every three months yeah so he he adds, I will always be in football. I don't know as a director, as a manager, as long as possible as a manager. But one day that will stop. And asked if he could see himself at the World Cup in Qatar in 2022. He says, maybe, you never know. Which I feel like is always his answer to everything. He always has that little smirk on his face. He's like a bad maybe, psychic. you never know. <laughs> Brooks, that's clearly just a... Uh... That's a come and get me plea to be in sports because he wants to be on their broadcast team. That's all he's doing. That's now. a good point. Yeah, that that could also be yeah. it. So maybe you never know. It depends how much you pay me. So the life rep question here is <laughs> snaps. Is Arsene Wenger as an international manager, red card, yellow card, play on? Do you see him being a success in that in that venue? I'm going to straight up red card him here. A, I think this kind of story, he just says this kind of thing just to give Arsenal fans a glimmer of hope that he might one day (laughs) leave and they could carry on with their lives. Diabolical, really. And B, 
just just see what these quotes say about international football. We've been saying, I've been saying certainly on this on this podcast that it should be banned. I won't always have the physical strength to do a real job, so then then I'll do a shit one when I <laughs> when I don't have that. Yeah, that's what he's saying here. Pretty much, yeah. Nonsense. I don't like it. Yeah, straight red card. Uh, he sounds like an incoherent uh, drunk that escaped the old folks' home. So <laughs> on on that on that basis alone, straight red. Well, on that basis alone, I think Arsene Wenger for the England job would be a perfect fit. Tell you what, if I'm in charge of the federation, like if if Kyle puts puts me as his like football GM for U.S. soccer, yeah, uh, certainly not. No, Arsene. Uh, Ryan, I'm kind of in favor of him going to the England job just because of how angry it would make Sam Allardyce. Oh, he would hate that. That would be great. Why didn't an English manager get the chance? I'm so. <laughs> Sam smash Sam eat pie Sam drink wine <laughs> so if you had to put Arson in a international job which country would you put him with France just a natural fit or would you Vanuatu put him somewhere different Qatar Qatar I could see that actually yeah. I could see him doing that yeah why not Big Idaho Canada. potato that's not a national team what I, what I don't get about people like this is Arsene Wenger. Why don't you just like step down and do something nice, do some gardening, yeah, do travel less. the world? Like, well, he says the same goes for. Were you not listening like to David the quote, Moyes Ryan? as well? Da- he said, "I David will always be in football. In- you will never get rid of me. I will always be in football." <laughs> no, he said like something it is like, "In fact, my life is linked with football." Yeah, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I thought it was like, "I'm a person and I did some football things, so like me and football are associated entities forever." No, he, he's yeah. saying he will never leave. He will never die. He will always be around to crush people's dreams. You're giving him too much credit, man. He was just rambling there. Yeah, he was just making a boring statement. It's a fact my life is linked with football. It's a fact that my life is linked with wearing this awesome back brace, but when I've got super awesome posture in the future, Exactly, it won't be. it's not that crazy. Well, Ryan, just as Wenger will always be a manager, you will always wear that back brace, and that is who you are. You can't escape it. Play on It'll to the always backwards. be linked to my physical state, it's true. All right, so I'm going to give Arson a play on there. I think he, he could do well as uh, at the international level, as long as it still exists after Ryan ends it. Which it won't. Okay, so next up, we've talked a lot about uh, the Italy-Sweden playoff, a World Cup qualification playoff. Sweden, of course, won. Playoff? And after they won... Uh, Zlatan, of course, had to chime in. It's been a year and a half since he retired from international football. But after the match, he tweeted a photo of the the squad that does not include him. And his caption was... Squad. The the caption was, we are Sweden. Z-W-E-D-E-N. Implying that all of of Sweden is uh, under Zlatan's control. Squad goals. So so what do we think of Zlatan kind of indirectly taking credit for... uh, this win that had nothing to do with him. I think it's as uh, normal as the sky being blue. Uh, I could see this coming a mile away. If you think he's going to stay retired for the World Cup next summer, you're out of your tree. It's uh, it's Zlatan's party. He's still alive. He could still play Wait, football. you think he'll come back? Sweden's really? going to the World Cup. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he did recently say that he will not come back. He said the team's strength is in the group. Since he left, he feels like there's less pressure on them, and they're succeeding because yeah. of that. And now they qualified, and now it's the big time, and he's going to show up in Russia with Mino in tow, flipping off all the haters. Well, someone asked— Maybe score one goal. Someone asked Sweden's manager as well after the game if if Zlatan could come back, and he was having none of it. He got very angry. It's not up to him. 
He literally said, we are Sweden. Their entire country now has a Z in front of it. It's not up to him. So he'll be there in spirit, but not no, in... No, he will be there live, on site. Uh, Brooks, it is a fact that his, uh, his life is linked with football. It's like that's uh, true. Arsene Wenger. That's, that's a good and point. I think uh, he won't just be there in spirit. He'll be there physically on the pitch when Sweden put in their pathetic, maybe a draw and two losses yeah. at this Out World in Cup. the groups. Wow, okay. He's going to score one goal, celebrate it like the second coming of Christ, and then they're going to get the fuck out of there. So wait, yeah, let me get this straight. Both of you, Ryan Bailey and Theo Messi Esquire, are both saying that <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic will play at the 2018 World yeah. Cup. Yes! How is that not obvious? Bruh, these are wow. facts. I say no. You're acting like a Miss Cleo up here. This How is like How can you possibly shit. say no? I mean, I would love to see him there, but I don't think it's, it's going to happen. Well, lucky for you, you're gonna, so get your love buttons <laughs> turned on because it's, it's happening. Uh, well, you know, you, Brooks, you're usually right about these kind of things. After all, Neymar didn't go to PSG yeah. in the summer. So, uh, that's true. That's, that's a good point. We should, we should be more measured with our, with our feelings, Ryan. Wow, so I guess that means that he will be there. If I think he won't be, I guess that means he will. Yeah, he will. Wow. You've kind of indirectly made it happen. Well you done. You heard it here first. Breaking news on, on Zlatan's, um, Zlatan's Instagram feed, by the way, his description says, lions don't compare themselves to humans, yet his picture is of him as a lion. So he's kind of saying, but humans do compare themselves to lions because we Photoshop ourselves to look No, like you him. dummy. He's saying he is a lion. Yeah, he's saying he's not Although human. he may appear to be a human. Yeah. See, he's, he is quite literally saying he is physically a lion. Yes. Yeah, despite this person fleshy skin. He is a god lion. He's a lion. He's the god lion. And that's Slot why he's going to yeah, play in the World Cup. working for me. And maybe score not working for me, one sorry. penalty. But I also want to give a quick red card to Zlatan for stealing my, putting a Z in front of words thing. I, I started that when I wrote the, the fake Zlatan letters and stuff on, on the website. And then his team picked it up, started doing it after I did it, and they ripped me off. I don't like it. Red card for Zlatan for being a plagiarist. Yeah, tilt to the I judge. am Zlori. I am Zlori, bro. Yeah, see, yeah, now yeah. you're doing it, Ryan. I'm going to But I will Z you in the zerlds up. I'm Zek suing Zummer everyone. Zusha, you zig zighead. I just wanted that on the record, <laughs> that I did it first, and Zlatan stole his persona from me. From yeah. me as I am... It was I am Brooks. There was a whole movie and everything, and then it got scrapped. No, no, no. It was me doing Zlatan, and then Zlatan stole me doing Zlatan. You doing Zlatan doing you doing him? Yeah. Doing her? Oh, exactly. my God. Let's move on to the next life ref. Stop okay. this now. Last life ref case. Uh, okay, let me pull it up. <laughs> Damn. My nipples <laughs> were hard, and then you All just right. let me Okay, go. so last life ref case. Didier Drogba, Mr. Phoenix Rising himself, owner, player, does it all. He was asked about Roman Abramovich's habit of sacking managers in short order and going, is a habit. going through managers like I've been going Stunting through tissues as I've been sick this last week. And uh, so. Oh, I thought your wife was away. No, <laughs> it's, I've just been. Uh, it's been a mess. Anyway, Didier Drogba. That's what he said. <laughs> Didier Drogba. <laughs> So he was asked about Roman Bromovich and his, his oh. sacking ways, and Drogba says, Sack. Everyone says Chelsea isn't stable. You're sacking ways in your tissues. Every, okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So apparently Drogba like asked Roman teacher. Drogba <laughs> asked Roman about why he sacks so many managers, 
And Roman told him, but Didier, every time I have done it, we got results. So right. is there a method to Roman Abramovich's menace? Is is this the way to get yes, results? Yes, play on Roman Abramovich. There's absolutely a method to this madness. In a time where footballers' attention spans are so short, when managers are you know, moving from one club to the next to the next, the only way to get the maximum out of a somewhat steady group of players is to freshen the manager. The same way teams used to freshen squads with new players, they now do that with the manager because they want to keep their squad together. They want to buy them young. They want to build them. You can change the manager. Just keep the philosophy the same. Wow. I learn so much listening to Theo every week. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm saying stuff. Yeah. I think the key here is in the quote, but Didier, each time I've done it, we have got results. He doesn't say if they're bad or good results. He just says they're results. Well, he sacked the manager midseason and won the Champions League for the first time in club history. That's getting results. Yeah. yeah. Robbie Di Matteo doesn't disagree with the, uh, with the process here. <laughs> so, Ryan, what's your verdict there? Sacking managers get results. Uh, play on. Really? That surprises yeah. me that you would say that. Why? I would think you'd lean more towards the, uh, you know... Give a guy a chance and build something over a period of time with one manager, no? In certain circumstances, I think that's appropriate, but not at a club like Chelsea where it's a ridiculous <laughs> setup what they have, full of ridiculous people. He's saying you got no spine, you couldn't coach in the big six if you put your mind to it. That's what he's saying about you. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm against the short-termism and uh, you know managers, managers getting sacked before their time, but... To a certain extent, you can't argue with what Abramovich is saying there. He has got results when he has sacked people. So uh, Abramovich says that this wasn't his intention. It's not his intention to immediately sack managers, but that's the way it works out, and it's worked out kind of yeah. well. So it's hard to argue that. Uh, I think i got to say play on to, uh, to the sackings too. And on that note, Theo, you're gone. We're sacking you for a better co-host, and the show will what? immediately improve. Sorry. time. Yeah. Can you at least tell me who the top three candidates are so I could try and hunt them down on the internet? Uh, Bruce Arena, Jean Piero Ventura, and uh, Andre Villas Boas. Uh, I mean, I think this is a terrible decision, but sure. <laughs> We're going to win the World Cup of Podcasting as soon as you're gone. With Bruce Arena. Hey, he can't coach. Maybe he can podcast. Nah, he was on TV. And he was terrible. <laughs> that's a good point. All right, so that that's life ref. I think we, we went through those pretty quick, but we, we made some good decisions there, I think. Sure. You can't hesitate. You can't hesitate. You have such power. Exactly. We're a bunch of Abramoviches here making good decisions. Yeah. If Roman has taught us anything, just cut it short and move on. Yep. Put a sack on it, tape it up, put it in your trunk. Get the hell out. Yeah. yeah. And then make loads of money through illicit means. Sure. That helps too. Asterisk. Uh, yeah. We got to get on that. That's that's the missing uh, component to our, our deal here. So This is true. That is all for regular time. Join us for extra time where we'll be discussing Christian Pulisic's thoughts on U.S. youth development. The possibility of a World Cup of shame next summer. And which actual World Cup team that Theo Messi will jump on the bandwagon of and uh, don't miss that you want to know who Theo no, will be the only actual World Cup is, is the World Cup of shame well there's that too thank you to producer Bobo for being the light of our lives 
on social media. We are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter, I am at BrooksDT. Ryan, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, grab a pencil and a piece of paper. It is at Dirk Strong Van Curren the third. And you can fit Not that. Quite as good as the second. You can fit that now with the uh, extra long character limit for uh, Twitter names. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Did your name count in the character count anyway? Yeah, maybe. Well, they had a different it limit did. for names, and they they extended that too. Yeah, now that Twitter's right. ruined, you can do something not real. Awesome. Yeah, well, that's my that's helped my Twitter game. Thank you very much, at Jack. I appreciate you. Theo, what is your Twitter handle? Hashtag appreciation. Uh, <laughs> well, you you cut me off the show, but I'm going to drop it anyways because this might be my last time. It's at Theo Messi DT. Uh, talk to me on Twitter because I will no longer be here. Bye. <laughs> but I'll be here for extra time still. They're not. They're not getting me out before then. Yeah, it's a it's a big extra time. Theo's last extra time. It's a grand finale. Grand finale. So we will see you there on extra time. Adios, muchachos. Hop to slow pokes. Love you. Night night. Sweet kisses. Daddy, be up in a minute. Give you some kisses. Night night. Lot of whisk. Lot of whisk. Lot of whisk.